Welcome back. Hi, this is Mike Adams, the Health Ranger here. Yeah, today we got another interesting topic for you. We're going to be talking about processed meats and the danger to your health from consuming these products. For the first time now, this is a milestone in the history of nutritional medicine. The World Cancer Research Fund, which is comprised of hundreds of scientists from around the world, has completed a study covering 7,000 clinical studies looking at correlations between foods and disease. And they've concluded that processed meats are unfit for human consumption. That's right. They said there's actually no safe level of consumption of processed meats and that people who wish to avoid cancer should actually avoid consuming these processed meats for life. That's right. Not just for the weekend. No, not just for one meal or when eating out. It's for life. If you want to prevent cancer, you have to avoid consuming the chemicals that we know cause cancer. Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Well, that's certainly what the World Cancer Research Fund has figured out, that these chemicals actually cause cancer. And if you consume them, well, don't be surprised if you get diagnosed with cancer later in life. Because cancer, remember, is not something that just appears suddenly. You don't just get diagnosed, shazam, like a bolt of lightning hitting you from out of the blue. If you get diagnosed with cancer, it's because that cancer has been growing in your body for probably decades. For it to get to the size where a tumor shows up on a scan, it has to be huge. It has to have been growing for many, many years. And during all of those years, most people have been eating cancer-causing foods. And processed meats are now very clearly in that category. And we'll talk about some of the chemicals that are in processed meats. Sodium nitrite is one of the most dangerous. And I wrote about that in a book called Grocery Warning a couple of years ago. The book is available at truthpublishing.com if you're interested in checking it out. There's also a free downloadable guide that you can get. It's called the Honest Food Guide. And that's at honestfoodguide.org. And you can download that. It's been downloaded now by over 1 million people. And it shows you exactly which dangerous foods cause which diseases. It's the guide that the USDA should have created, right, if they really wanted to protect the health of the public. This is the guide they should have done, but they didn't. So me and my team put together this guide a couple of years ago, and now we've reached a million people with it, which is a great thing. But I'm really interested in spreading information about how we can protect ourselves from dangerous foods. Now, if I had lived in the 1940s, I would have been doing this talking about big tobacco, how dangerous tobacco smoke is, how smoking cigarettes causes cancer, lung cancer, and heart disease even. And people would have been attacking me back then. The American Medical Association was taking money from big tobacco. It was running full-page ads in its journal called the Journal of the American Medical Association. These were ads that said things like, more doctors recommend camels than any other cigarette. This is the American Medical Association, okay? It's the true history of the AMA. They were taking money from companies selling products that directly cause cancer. No question about it. But it took the AMA 
many years to finally admit that and to finally come out against cigarettes. And right now, we are at the verge of a new movement in nutritional science where I think a lot of industries or a lot of organizations in the industry are not yet ready to come out and admit that processed meats cause cancer, just like many were not willing to admit that smoking cigarettes cause cancer. Why? Because they're making money off of these processed meat products. But over time, the amount of scientific evidence showing the dangers to human health in consuming these processed meats is going to be just irrefutable. Eventually, everyone's going to have to come around and say, yep, sure enough, putting these cancer-causing chemicals into processed meats results in cancer in the humans that consume those meats. This is not a complicated concept. I mean, if you put a chemical into the product that causes cancer, and people eat the product, and then it goes into that person's digestive system, and it gets absorbed and assimilated into their blood, and that chemical starts circulating around their body, and it causes cancer in all their cells and organs, then this is not a surprising result, right? It shouldn't be surprising to anyone. But yet, even, even so, the processed meat industry claims that processed meats are perfectly safe for human consumption. There is no health concern, they say, no health concern at all. You can eat all the processed meat you want, and you'll have no ill effects, they say. Sound familiar? Kind of like the tobacco companies saying you can smoke all the cigarettes you want and not only will it not harm you, it's not even addictive. That's right. Remember the CEOs of the tobacco companies taking an oath and swearing before, was it a Senate subcommittee or, or a congressional subcommittee? This was back in, what, the, in 1993 or 4? And they swore on the record, every, every one of these tobacco company executives swore that nicotine was not addictive. Well, as any smoker or ex-smoker can tell you, nicotine is extremely addictive. Nicotine is addictive just like sodium nitrite promotes cancer. Because, you see, these are biochemicals. They, they have a chemical effect in the human body. Nicotine causes a psycho tropic effect or a psychoactive addiction. Sodium nitrite causes cancer. It's very simple. And it's only a matter of time before the science catches up. Now let's make this really practical for you. You're a consumer. If you're like most people who listen to this or listen to, to, to my work or read some of the information that I'm putting out there, you're probably healthier than most by far. You might even be among the top 1% or 2% of the healthiest people in North America or even around the world. But are you really checking all the products that you consume for sodium nitrite? Now, hopefully, you're following a largely plant-based diet. That's how you're going to be the healthiest no matter what. But let's say that you're eating some meat products. You might think you're actually buying healthy meats because you're reading the front of the boxes and they say things like organic beef or organic ham or ham that's, quote, natural. Yes, it might say no artificial colors, no artificial flavors. It might say all natural, made from free-range, happy, frolicking cows who just leap around the fields naked 
I mean, it doesn't matter what it says. You have to read the back of that box. You have to go to the ingredients list and read that. That's where you're going to find sodium nitrite. And if you see sodium nitrite on that package, don't buy it. That's right. Put it back on the shelf. Leave it there. It would be better if we actually had a way to dispose of these products and get them off the shelves so that they cannot poison the next consumer to come along. But we don't really have a system for doing that. So the best thing you can do right now is just not buy it. Don't create additional consumer demand for poisonous products. Now, you need to read these labels on every meat product that you buy, every one of them, no exceptions. So if you're out shopping at the grocery store and you think, hmm, I'm in the mood for some greasy bacon, well, pick up that bacon package and check it out because you're going to find on the back of it that it says sodium nitrite. That's your clue that this product causes cancer and you should put it back on the shelf. Do not buy it and do not eat it. Unless, of course, you're smoking a cigarette while you're shopping, in which case the sodium nitrite is probably not going to really increase your cancer risk as much as the cigarettes anyway. So, I mean, if you're into just slow nutritional suicide, go ahead. Eat all the sodium nitrite you want. Chug down on all those uh, phosphoric acid-containing soft drinks. Drink more aspartame. Eat more hydrogenated oils and trans fatty acids. Eat processed salt. And eat more sodium nitrite in bacon and beef jerky and sausage products and hot dogs, salami and lunch meat and frozen pizzas. Go ahead. If you want to commit nutritional suicide, do it. I don't care. At least do it with consciousness. What I mind is the people who are blind, who fool themselves, who say, no, I'm eating healthy, but they're out there buying all this crap. And they're stocking their kitchen with it and they're putting it in their pantry and they're feeding it to their children and they're, and they're going off to work and they're thinking to themselves, gee, I'm a healthy consumer because I bought some whole grains. Gee, I'm a healthy consumer because I bought a low-fat version of bacon. Even though it might have all those chemicals in it, it's lower fat than other bacon products. I don't like consumers fooling themselves. Frankly, I think what you do with your body is your own personal choice. If you want to commit nutritional suicide, go right ahead. Or if you want to live the best life possible with abundance and awareness and fantastic vitality and longevity, that's great too. I love that even more. But it's your choice, whichever way you want to go. It's your choice, and you make that choice every time you buy a food product at the grocery store. So I just hope that you buy these foods consciously. You might say, well, okay, 99% of the time, I'm eating a raw living foods vegan diet, and that's serving me very well. I'm an extremely healthy person. But for this one event, for this one event, I'm going to go eat some really nasty, greasy, overcooked, MSG-contaminated, sodium nitrite-laced Italian sausage. All right, that might be your choice. And so you go chow down on that Italian sausage, knowing what's in it, and you do so with awareness and with consciousness, and then you sit on that toilet for the next 12 hours, and you purge that stuff on out, because that's what happens when you eat poisons and you're not used to them. And you just kind of take in that whole experience. If you want to do that, good for you. Just be aware of what you're doing. Don't eat blindly. Don't shop for foods blindly. And certainly don't feed your kids blindly. Eat consciously. 
Feed your children consciously. Read the ingredients. Know what you're putting in your body. Now, speaking of that, let's talk about which foods contain sodium nitrite. Because this is important to know. I mentioned some of them already in the examples earlier. But just about every bacon product, breakfast sausage, processed meat, kind of deli slices, hot dogs, sandwich meat, even the meat that goes into canned soups, like a ham and bean soup, the ham in that soup usually has sodium nitrite in it. And and plus, most soups are, are loaded with such highly toxic amounts of processed salt that it just makes them, oh, extremely unhealthy items to be eating. A beef jerky, any kind of jerky usually contains sodium nitrite. Do you notice how recently they started selling bacon that doesn't even need to be refrigerated? Isn't that a trip? I mean, I remember when I was growing up, you could buy bacon that was in the refrigerated section, right? And there's still that kind of bacon available. And why did they need to refrigerate it? Because it would go bad. I mean, sure, they added some chemicals into it, sodium nitrite, no doubt, probably some other chemicals, but they still had to refrigerate it because the, the, the chemicals weren't enough to keep the bacon from going bad. But now, guess what they have now? They have bacon that you can just leave out at room temperature for months. That stuff doesn't go bad at all, which means there's nothing that's going to eat it, not even a microbe. The bacteria won't even touch that bacon. Why? Because it's loaded with chemical additives. Sodium nitrite's only one of them. It also contains other chemical preservatives that keep it red and they keep it from spoiling at room temperature. See, the food companies love this technology. It allows them to reduce their losses due to spoilage. Anytime they can increase the shelf life of these products, they make more money. But when they do that by adding more chemicals into those foods, guess what? Consumers get more disease. But think about this. Who pays for the disease of the consumer? Does the meat company pay for your disease? Of course not. So it's no financial burden to them if they put chemicals into their foods that cause cancer for you or your children. Now, if your child gets cancer, who pays? Well, certainly you're going to pay. You're going to pay part of that Maybe Medicare pays, or maybe your health insurance company pays. Somebody pays for that, and it's not the meat company. So in effect, what these meat processing companies do is they transfer the financial burden of the chemical contamination of their products to the consumer or to society at large, depending on who ultimately pays. So they, they are, in, in effect, creating a financial cost that's associated with their product, Every time a hot dog leaves their factory and goes out into the world and gets put on a shelf somewhere, that hot dog has a disease cost associated with it that the meat company doesn't pay. You pay, or your health insurance company pays. Somebody pays when, when the consumer of that product is ultimately diagnosed with cancer and has to be treated for cancer. Because cancer is a very, very expensive disease to treat. No surprise, then, that there's so much profit to be had in cancer. And so this is how food companies 
and medicine companies get along so well. Oh, they're best buddies. It's like they built a treehouse, and it's their own private club. No one else can get in their treehouse. It's big food and big pharma right there together, huddled up together, scheming there in their little secret treehouse. They got a password. You can't get up there unless you know the password. Password's probably something like profits. That's their password. See, big food sells products that cause disease. And then big pharma sells chemicals that manage disease. Notice that neither one of these companies sells anything that prevents disease. Did you notice that? A pretty neat trick, huh? No one's really interested in preventing disease in consumers because there's no money in it. There's no money in selling a healthy food product that actually costs more to produce and doesn't create disease. There's no additional profit in that to the company making it. And of course, there's no money whatsoever in medicine in keeping a consumer well. If you prevent disease in a consumer, you actually prevent organized medicine from receiving sometimes up to a million dollars in revenues over the lifetime of that consumer. If you prevent diabetes, you actually prevent probably six or $800,000 worth of profits to the organized medical industry over the lifetime of that diabetic patient. If you prevent cancer, you deny that industry maybe up to a million dollars in revenues. And so there, there are all sorts of financial incentives in place to keep selling cheap foods made with chemicals that cause disease and then to keep consumers buying and eating those products so that they continue to have disease and continue to need treatment for that disease without actually curing them or without actually preventing any of those diseases. It's a great scam, quite a, quite a marriage between big food and big pharma. And here's my favorite. <laughs> Some retailers sell them both. In fact, many retailers do. You notice grocery stores in the United States and around the world now, they're not just grocery stores anymore. What are they? Food and pharmacy. This is especially happening here in the U.S. where you can hardly find a grocery store these days that doesn't sell pharmaceuticals on the side. They have a big pharmacy in their store. Or you go to a place like Walgreens. What do they sell? Junk food and pharmaceuticals. That retailer has some of the worst foods I have ever seen in my life. Some of the most offensive, chemical-contaminated, processed junk food crap that I have ever witnessed. I couldn't even believe my eyes when I recently went there to take some pictures of some food products. I was just in shock. Like, my God, this is what Walgreens sells? And then at the back of the store, they actually sell pharmaceuticals to treat the diseases that are caused by the very same products they sell in the front of their store. And these folks are clever. They even set up their stores so that you have to walk through the processed food, junk food aisles to get to the pharmacy because they know that, that people who, who buy a lot of drugs and people who buy a lot of processed foods are impulse buyers. They're not smart consumers. No, no, no. These are impulse buyers, easily hoodwinked by false marketing. So they set it up so you've you got to walk through those aisles on your way back to the, to the back of the store to get your pharmaceuticals. Hopefully, they think, 
you will, in fact, pick up some of those soft drinks or snack chips or salted nuts with MSG or whatever else they are selling on your way back to the pharmacy. And that way, when you leave the store, not only do you you have your drugs that are high profit and that treat the diseases you're already suffering from, but you also have more junk foods to make sure that you have to come back. That's right. It makes sure that you continue to have diabetes or heart disease or depression or cancer or osteoporosis or whatever it is you're suffering from. Those junk foods are the easiest way to make sure that you continue to exhibit those diseases. Quite a scam, isn't it? Now, a couple of things I want to bring your attention to. wish I could show you this. I'm looking at some pictures right now of some really nasty, vulgar, processed meat products. They are just sick. Ugh. In fact, it's making me sick checking these out. But in case you want to see them yourself, I've made them available on the website. So go to newstarget.com, and there's a search box you'll find right on the front page. Search for processed meat macro photos. And macro is spelled M-A-C-R-O. Search for the macro photos and you'll find a couple of different photo tours where I show pictures of processed meat products up close and in your face. And they're not pretty. Maybe you've already seen them. There's also a video on YouTube I posted that shows some of these. You can go to YouTube and search for the Health Ranger Processed Meats. And you can find that video. It's only a couple of minutes long. Kind of spooky. I've had people email me and complain that they vomited or felt like vomiting after watching that video. So uh, be careful what you've eaten before you do that. Hopefully you're not eating processed meats. Let's cover them again quickly. Remember, any kind of processed meat product that you find in a grocery store is probably made with sodium nitrite. So we're talking about pepperoni, any kind of sandwich meat, deli meat, uh, breakfast sausage, hot dogs, those little sausage wieners. What are, I don't even know what they're called. Those little mini sausages. I've seen people munching down on those. When you go to a baseball game and you buy a hot dog for your kid, that hot dog contains sodium nitrite. When you go out to eat and you eat at a restaurant and you order some kind of sandwich made with sliced meat or something made of ham, guess what? Sodium nitrite. When you go to, let's say, a Subway sandwich uh, food retailer, and I'm not saying that as a brand name, I'm saying that as a generic name, you know, like a Subway sandwich, any kind of uh, company that serves Subway sandwiches, that is processed meat that they're serving, and guess what? It contains sodium nitrite. Not a surprise. If you go to a friend's house and they're serving you some kind of meat product, something, maybe even they, they went out to Costco and they bought some kind of uh, frozen meat dish like a, like a lasagna, and you eat that, guess what? It contains sodium nitrite too. You can find it almost everywhere. And if you're not reading the labels of these food products, there's no doubt you're consuming this ingredient over and over again. And now, as I mentioned at the very beginning, the World Cancer Research Fund has declared there is no safe level of consumption of processed meat. 
No safe level. And if you eat it year after year, decade after decade, don't be surprised by the results that you're likely to get because those results will no doubt include some form of cancer. Now let's talk about so-called healthy foods or natural foods. All of these food manufacturing companies are jumping on the healthy bandwagon like a, like a bunch of idiots just trailing along, grabbing each other's hands and trying to jump onto this thing. They are, they are insane, all right? There's a soup product on the market right now. It's a famous uh, brand name soup company. And they have a soup product called Healthy Request. And if you look on Healthy Request, you'll find the, these kind of microwavable, meaty soup products. And if you look on the ingredients list, you'll find that some of them are made with sodium nitrite and MSG and processed salt and yeast extract, which is just another hidden form of MSG, and all kinds of other just dangerous ingredients. And this is called Healthy Request. I think it's called Healthy Request because after you eat it, you're still requesting something healthy. You didn't get it. It's like, I finished this soup. Uh, may I please have something healthy now? That's the healthy request. Certainly, the soup isn't the healthy item. You're still, you're still needing some. Be careful of what foods are called. Did you know that the names of food products are not regulated at all? There's absolutely no regulation. You could take every poison that's legal to use in the food supply, like sodium nitrite and trans fatty acids and homogenized milk fats, isolated soy protein, which I consider to be a very, very dangerous ingredient. You could take all of these things, artificial colors too, don't forget that, and aspartame. You could combine them into a product and you could name that product Healthy Meal. And you could actually put it on a store shelf. And just to make it taste good, you know what you, you should add in it? Sugar. In fact, make it 50% sugar. Call it healthy meal for babies. And you can sell it as an infant formula. Did you know that? It's absolutely true. There is a product on the market right now. It's an infant formula. And if you look on the ingredients list of this infant formula, you will find that it is 42.6% corn syrup solids. And it's another 10% sugar, which means it's over 50% refined sugar. This product is called Similac. Similac? What a strange name. Obviously, the lac is for lactose, but I think it stands for lack of integrity because this is marketed to children. Now, getting back to the processed meats issue and the sodium nitrite chemical, realize this. Most of the meat products that are marketed to children also contain sodium nitrite. So don't think that just because a certain type of meal is positioned for children that it's going to be healthier than the meals that are positioned for adults. In fact, if you go through the frozen food section of a typical grocery store and you look for the craziest, most outrageous frozen food products that you can find with the, the most dangerous toxic chemical additives, you're going to find them in the kids' food section. In fact, I did this. I was actually in a competition with a friend of mine, David Rain, the founder of JuiceFeasting.com, and we did a little competition called, called the Junk... What was it? The, 
it was a junk food outrage competition where we were trying to find out who could come up with the craziest processed foods. It was a face-off, basically. And we did this live in front of an audience in Arizona. And a couple of days before the event, we each went out to the grocery stores. And we tried to find the most outrageous processed food products that we could locate. You know, the products with the most deadly chemical ingredients or with the craziest marketing slogans. I actually found a candy that was called Toxic Waste. I have a picture of it. In fact, I still have the candy. It's in a, it's in a yellow uh, container that looks like a toxic waste barrel, a storage barrel. It's actually labeled toxic waste, and it actually says, warning, eating this may be hazardous. And <laughs> for once, you know, truth and labeling. But if we, when we were looking for other products, especially those containing meats and sodium nitrite, all you had to do was look for the products that were marketed to children. That was the easiest way to find the craziest meat products of all. And I remember finding one meat product that had farm animal pictures on the front of it, a really happy cow and a, and a happy chicken and all these, all these happy, happy animals uh, on the front of the package. And this was marketed to children, and it contained not only sodium nitrite, not only did it contain artificial colors, including the ones that have been linked with uh, hyperactivity in children, it also contained get this, and I'm not making this up, carnuba wax. (laughs) Yeah, the same stuff that you might use to wax your car. This is included in food for kids. So this is what we're feeding our children in America today. Uh, In fact, I'm going to bring up that product here in just a second, but but I want to mention another one. Check this out. Weight Watchers Smart Ones, traditional lasagna, with meat sauce. This is a frozen food item. And if you look, if you look in here, oh, you're going to find all kinds of interesting chemicals. You're going to find autolyzed yeast extract, partially hydrogenated soybean oil, more yeast extract. You're going to find cream, sugar, modified cornstarch, cow's milk. I mean, you just go through here and it, it freaks you out what they have in here. This is, they even have soy protein concentrate in here. Now, now getting back to the kids product, the product that I was mentioning is actually called Kids Cuisine. And let me bring it up right here. Kids Cuisine. Pictures of the barnyard animals on the front, a really happy cow. Here are the claims made on the front of this package. It says KC's Primo Pepperoni Pizza, made with real mozzarella cheese. And it says real meals on the front. And that's trademarked, of course, because you know, that's intellectual property, like no one else could say real meals. It says, good source of calcium, excellent source of vitamin C. Wow, free handheld video game? Incredible. It's made by ConAgra Foods. Con, I can understand the con part. Agra means agriculture, foods. Now you look in here, you find that this contains, I kid you not, mineral oil. All right, it's listed right on the ingredients label. Mineral oil. This is what this is what you rub on your skin when you go buy a really cheap, low-end kind of like baby oil. You're not supposed to eat mineral oil. 
you might put it on your skin if you don't know how to buy healthy lotion. It also contains red number 40, yellow number 6, blue number 1, red number 3. Oh, so many colors of the rainbow, so many chemicals, so many food additives. Don't forget the Southampton study that showed that these food additives cause hyperactivity. Along with sodium benzoate, of course. All right. We're not done yet. This is the product that actually has carnauba wax. Mm. Because I just felt like chowing down on some car wax. Yep. Let's see what else we have in here. We have uh, pork, mechanically separated pork. (laughs) Is that different from pork? Uh, Beef, textured vegetable protein product. Oh, four words to describe that one. Uh, We have, uh, let's see, BHA, BHT, and citric acid. And then it has an asterisk because there are certain ingredients in here that it had to put in a little asterisk beside. And the asterisk means ingredient not found in regular pepperoni, which means, hey, folks, uh, if you go out and buy pepperoni, you're not going to find these chemicals in that pepperoni. This is stuff that you can't even find in normal pepperoni. This is only in kids' cuisine, pepperoni. (laughs) Like... Maybe perhaps like carnauba wax and uh, mineral oil and, oh, here's another one, propylene glycol is in this product. You know what propylene glycol is? Have you ever owned an RV and you had to winterize it? You go to an RV store, they sell a winterizing liquid. that You pour down the drain, you pour it down the toilet and down the sink, and you kind of flush this through the system of your RV. And it prevents it from freezing. It's antifreeze, propylene glycol. It's right here in kid, kid cuisine. Woo! Is this stuff you want to feed your kids? By the way, you can also find propylene glycol in products that say they contain blueberries, like, for example, blueberry muffins or blueberry bagels. Many of them don't even contain blueberries. You know what those little blueberry-looking bits are actually made of? Take a guess. Yeah, if you guess propylene glycol, you win a free package of Kid Cuisine with mineral oil and carnauba wax. It's also made with artificial colors. So be very careful about that. Now, finally, finally, I'm getting to the the meat ingredients here in Kid Cuisine. And, of course, it contains sodium nitrite. And it says, comma, with not more than 2% propylene glycol added to help prevent caking. Mm-hmm. What happens to a nation that feeds its kids propylene glycol, sodium nitrite, processed salt, carnauba wax, mineral oil, artificial colors, partially hydrogenated oils, homogenized milk fats, aspartame, acesulfame K, saccharin, MSG, autolyzed yeast extract? What happens to the future? of that nation? I know the answer. It's obvious to me. That nation has no future. Because any generation that is fed on that stuff, the stuff that I just named right there in Kid Cuisine from Con Agra Foods, that generation is going to be diseased. No question about it. 
You're going to see the highest rates of diabetes, of cancer, of brain tumors, of psychotropic, I'm sorry, psycho disorders uh, like depression and schizophrenia and even behavioral disorders that are diagnosed as hyperactivity or ADHD. You're going to see the largest numbers of these diseases that you've ever seen in the history of any, any civilization that's ever lived on this planet. That's what we're heading towards right now because we're raising a whole generation of kids on these foods, on these chemicals. And I've seen parents shop for their children and they are oh insane. These parents go out there and they just pull crap off the shelves. They buy whatever their kids want. Because the kid saw something on TV and he says, Mommy, Mommy, I want to buy the kid cuisine. Look at the farm animals. They're really happy. I want to buy the hot dogs. I want to I buy fun foods. And the, the parents usually just buy that crap. They take it home, pop it in the microwave, feed it to their kids. And then I, I ask them and I say, what are you doing? Why are you feeding your kids poison? And you know what they say to me? They say, well, they won't eat anything else. <laughs> sure they will. They're just not hungry enough. <laughs> Trust me on this one. If you just stop buying the crap and you start feeding them only healthy options like superfood smoothies, which are way more delicious than kid cuisine with mineral oil, I guarantee you, and you start making only healthy foods available in the house, something's going to happen. After about the first three days of bitching and moaning and complaining from those kids and saying they're dying of starvation, they're going to start eating those healthy foods. People say, well, that's mean. No, it's mean to feed them the poison. In fact, I think it is cruelty to children to feed them those poisons. Any parent that goes out and knowingly buys hot dogs made with sodium nitrite and bacon and sausage and you know breakfast pancakes made with refined white flour and diet soft drinks, any parent who does that and knowingly feeds those foods to their children, that parent, in my view, is guilty of cruelty, nutritional cruelty to their children. Does that mean that I think they should be taken away from those parents? No way. No way. <laughs> I'm no fan of child protective services, and they certainly don't understand nutrition. What I'm saying is these parents need to be educated. We need to take the junk food ads off the television. We need to stop allowing corporations to market foods to children. We need to stop this mass manipulation of American consumers and start using the airwaves and the radio waves to educate parents with the information that they need to know. We need to take reference guides like this honest food guide that I created and blast this out all over the airways. I don't even care if my name's on it or URL's on it or anything. If, even if it's just anonymous, I want this to be read by millions of people just to save the health of those children. Because it is cruel, not only as a family, but even as a society to allow our children to be raised on these kinds of toxic chemicals. And if we don't make changes starting right now, the future of this country, there is no future. Any nation that does not protect the health of its children has no future, period. The way things are going right now, we're going to have two groups of people in, in the next few years. You're going to start seeing this. 
And over time, these groups are going to diverge even more. The two groups are going to be, one, the healthy, aware individuals who eat mostly plant-based diets, who avoid all processed foods, who don't take pharmaceuticals, people who are intelligent, people who are healthy, people who can reproduce. The second group, people who were raised on junk foods and processed foods, and they are low IQ. They're the smokers. They're the people who continue to eat beef jerky and get their food at fast food restaurants. And guess what? They have infertility problems. They cannot reproduce like human beings are supposed to. These are the people with diabetes and with heart disease and with cancer and with depression. And these people live on pharmaceuticals and junk foods. And many of them actually think they're following a healthy lifestyle because that's what their doctor told them to do. These two groups are diverging. What we're going to see in the next generation, we're going to see the super healthy and the super sick. And it's up to you to decide which group you want to be in and which group you want your children to be in. Do you want to be super healthy? Do you want to be super sick? Do you want to have control over your health future? Or do you want the food companies and the drug companies to have control over your health future? Because you can go either way you want, and you make that decision every time you go to the grocery store or order off of a menu at a restaurant. Every time you decide what to buy, what to put in that shopping cart and take home, you are making a choice between A and B. You're making a choice between health or disease. It's that simple. And when it comes to processed meats, when you pick that product off the shelf and you look at the back and read the ingredients on it, if it says sodium nitrite, you either put it back on the shelf or you learn to live with choice B, which is disease, suffering, death, bankruptcy, pharmaceutical addictions, Massive, massive suffering with option B. But it's up to you. Like I said, I respect everybody's personal freedom. They can do what they want with their own lives and their own bodies, but as long as it doesn't harm others. I mean, people want to strap on a bungee cord and leap off of a bridge and risk their life doing that. Go ahead. Just don't fall as I'm driving underneath that bridge. I'm going to say if people want to smoke and commit suicide, if people want to commit nutritional suicide by buying these chemicals or feeding them to, the, to themselves, go ahead. But for God's sake, don't feed them to your children. Your children deserve better. That's why I say it's cruelty to children to feed them these chemical additives. Does that make sense? You know, it's illegal to physically harm a child. Physical abuse is illegal. What about chemical abuse? Is it illegal to shoot up a child with heroin? You bet it is, for good reason. Is it illegal to put a different chemical into that child's bloodstream, a chemical that's contained in their food? No, it's not. You can put sodium nitrite in a hot dog and you can feed it to a child and that sodium nitrite goes right into their bloodstream just like the heroin did, but through a different pathway. And yeah, it's not an addictive drug like heroin, no, but it causes cancer. Especially when you do it over and over again. Why is that legal? Why is it legal for companies to actually use these chemicals in their foods when the scientific community knows full well 
that these chemicals cause cancer. Makes you wonder, I mean, why are cigarettes even legal to sell? Why? I don't know the answer to that one. Because it's just, it's just big business. It's just, there's always some segment of the population that wants to kill themselves slowly, I guess. I suppose that's their choice. But it doesn't mean that marketing those cigarettes needs to be allowed or tolerated in society. Just like the marketing of these junk foods to children should never be tolerated in society today. Should never, never be tolerated. All right, so what next? Let's talk about action steps. What can you do? Oh, and real quick before that, I want to mention sodium nitrite is not the only chemical that's in those processed meats. Oh, there are others. We don't even have time to get into them all, but don't forget about monosodium glutamate, MSG. You're going to find that in almost every product that contains sodium nitrite. MSG, it's an excitotoxin. It's linked to neurological disorders. It damages the endocrine system. It causes a loss of appetite control. It's directly linked to obesity and diabetes and neurological disorders such as Alzheimer's disease. It causes migraine headaches in many people. Very dangerous ingredient. Look up Dr. Russell Blaylock on the internet. Subscribe to his report. Check out his work. He is the world's foremost authority on excitotoxins, and he will open your eyes and shake you awake if you've been asleep over the toxicity of this MSG ingredient. You're going to find that in almost all of these processed meat products, and it's part of the reason why processed meats are so dangerous. It's not just the sodium nitrite. It's also the MSG and these other toxic chemicals that are added to these meats intentionally by food companies. MSG is also hidden in these meat products. That's right, they hide it in there. They know that some consumers have figured out that MSG is dangerous to your health. They know that. Yeah, they're paying attention too. Those food companies are reading my website. They're probably listening to this, trying to figure out how they can avoid the things that I'm warning you about. They want to they loophole around consumer awareness. So instead of using the word MSG on their label... They use a different word. They call it yeast extract. You know what yeast extract is? It's about 14% MSG. The percentage varies depending on the yeast, depending on the extraction process. But it's about 14% on average MSG. I remember seeing a bag of Doritos that said natural Doritos. It's a new brand, natural Doritos, made with yeast extract. You see, the non-natural Doritos is made with MSG and artificial colors. The natural Doritos is made with yeast extract and natural colors. So it still has some amount of MSG, some amount of free glutamate in it because it's in the yeast extract. Even, remember this Kids Cuisine, Kid Cuisine product that I was talking about a few minutes ago? Check out the ingredients label on this thing from ConAgra Foods. You're going to find natural smoke flavor. And you're going, to find, you're going to find yeast extract in here. Hold on, let me make sure that's accurate. I'm, I'm looking at the label right now. I'm, no, they have, they have sodium nitrite in here. Hold on. 
I'm sorry, it's the smart choice food we were looking at just before that that has all the yeast extract ingredients in it. But it just depends. I mean, you've got to check labels for this stuff. And some of these labels are so long that it takes you a few minutes to go through and actually read them. Like this one, the Kid Cuisine label. I mean, it's, it's like a, a small book. There's many, many lines of text in here. I mean, it's got everything in here. Uh, corn syrup and soybean oil and modified food starch and 10% pepperoni <laughs> with 2% propylene glycol, and pyridoxine hydrochloride, and cyanocobalamin, which is a form of B12, where the cobalamin molecule is bound to a cyanide molecule. Sound interesting? It doesn't sound healthy to me. I never recommend that, any, that people eat anything containing cyanocobalamin. But you get my point. Yeast extract is hidden on these labels, and it takes time to go through them and find this ingredient. But you've got to do your homework. And often you're going to find autolyzed yeast extract. And now something else. Here's another trick that the natural food companies have learned. Since the word came out about yeast extract, because I've been just hammering people with this issue, like watch out for yeast extract. Look for yeast extract on the labels. Avoid this. The natural food companies have come out with something else. Torula yeast. That's spelled T-O-R-U-L-A. Torula yeast. I've seen this on products at Trader Joe's. This is another way to add some amount of MSG to your product without listing MSG on the label. <laughs> Pretty clever, huh? They always have different names for it. See, they, they got to find a way to put these chemicals into the foods because their foods taste like crap. They're bland. They're dead. They're overly processed. They've taken all the real nutrition out of these foods, so they got to put something back in that, that tastes like something resembling real food. And to do that, they choose yeast extract and torula yeast and MSG and hydrolyzed vegetable protein and textured vegetable product and other similar phrases. So you got to watch out for all those things when you're buying these food products. Let's get back to the action items now. What can you do in your house right now to protect you and your family from sodium nitrite and the dangers of processed meats? Well, it's real simple. It's time to clean house. Open up that pantry. Open up that refrigerator. Go through every meat product that you have in there. Don't forget the canned soups that contain meats. And don't forget the frozen pizza or the, the other frozen products that might contain meat. And look at the ingredients on all of these. Find every product you have in your house right now that has sodium nitrite in it. Throw it out. No, don't donate it away. I wouldn't donate it to a food bank or to a homeless person because these products cause cancer. Why would you want to give cancer to someone else? You actually have to throw them away. I know it sounds wasteful, but remember, you're ending that chapter of your life, that toxic dietary chapter. You're never going to buy these products again. So you're only throwing away one more box of that product. From that point forward, never, ever purchase or consume a processed meat product again. Now, I'm not saying you don't have to ever, never eat meat again. If you're a meat eater, that's your choice too. I'm not. 
I prefer to eat living foods, and I enjoy a lot of raw foods, and I enjoy a plant-based diet. I make exceptions sometimes for some wild fish. But if you are following a meat-based diet to some degree, go ahead. That's your choice. Just make sure it's fresh meat. I mean, it's not my choice, but it's your life. So if you're going to eat meat, choose fresh meat, organically raised, you know, cruelty-free meat as much as possible. There's actually no such thing as cruelty-free meat, but try to get as close to that as you can. You know, some people think that they don't even know where meat comes from. They think, like, there must be some way to take a cow out of the field, like a happy, frolicking cow, and chop off a side of beef and send it back out into the field where it lives on happily ever after. That's what some people apparently think because they they think, oh, I'm eating cruelty-free meat. No, you're not. You killed an animal to eat that meat. And if you knew how that animal was killed, I'm willing to bet you would never eat that meat again. But this isn't This isn't uh, a section about animal cruelty. This is a section about the dangers of processed meats. So so because I believe in personal choice and personal freedom, if you choose to eat meat from an animal, a mammal, that has been killed for its meat, that's your choice. Just do so consciously and try to make it meet with the least degree of cruelty possible. So a free-range cow, uh, kosher, Kosher animals, like kosherly, kosherly killed animals, <laughs> if you can find such a thing, would be a better way to go. Uh, free range, for sure. I mean, if, if you're going to sacrifice an animal's body and its flesh for your own dietary needs, at least have the decency to give that animal the best life experience possible between the time it's born and the time that it's slaughtered for your hamburger. You know, at least have the decency to do that. So go for free-range, organic, uh, non-cruelly treated animals wherever possible. That's also going to protect you from the sodium nitrate because if you're buying that fresh meat, they don't have to add those chemicals into it. Of course, you've got to do more work. You can't just take that home, pop it in the microwave, and have yourself a meal. You actually have to have some preparation time. You know, you actually have to do a little cooking. And that's one of the main reasons why people go with so many processed meat products today because they're out of time. And so what I find that's behind a lot of dietary problems in American families today is not really their dietary knowledge. It's actually their lack of time. They don't have enough time. You know why they don't have enough time? Because they're broke. They're behind on their payments. They bought a house they can't afford, a car that they can't make the payments on. They're over-consuming, overspending, and they have no time left. So in order to to compromise, they work more hours and eat more junk food that they can prepare quickly. And that's where they start getting sodium nitrite in their diets. That's where they get all the bacon, the sausage, the hot dogs, the processed meats. And then you do that for a couple of decades, and guess what? They're still broke. They're still behind on their payments. They're still over-consuming, but now they've got pancreatic cancer, three weeks to live. Welcome to America. Yep, and it's only going to get worse if we don't make some changes, because the kids that are growing up on products like this Kid Cuisine, these kids are going to start getting cancer sometimes in their teens. I mean, it used to be people got cancer in their 60s or 70s or they died of a heart attack at 73. Now they're dying of heart attacks in their 40s and 50s. They're getting cancer in their 30s and 40s. 
Not at all unusual to hear a story about someone dying of cancer in their 30s. Too young. Why is this happening? It's because of the food. It's also the environmental toxins, but that's a different topic. A lot of it's from the food, and it's all preventable. So getting back to the action items, take this information, share it with others. If you copy this audio, I'd love it. Just share it with people. You can't sell it, but you can give it away. Share it with someone who you want to help. Share it with someone who has kids to help protect those kids from the toxicity of these chemicals. <laughs> you know, we got to make a big change in society or we have no future. We really don't. It's becoming so obvious now that the health of the human race, that is, those, those modern, advanced nation humans who are eating processed foods, I think in another couple of generations, they're not going to be able to reproduce. We're already seeing skyrocketing rates of infertility, and we're seeing massive rates of increasing mutations. That is, failed uh, conception. We're seeing babies being born with massive nutritional deficiencies. For example, it's something like 73% of black babies being born in Boston are so deficient in vitamin D that many of them are being diagnosed with rickets the moment they're born. Massive, widespread nutritional deficiencies and massive toxicity. There was another study just came out a couple of weeks ago where they ran tests on infants, two and three years old, to check how many chemicals were in their blood. They found a chemical burden in the blood of these babies that was many times greater than the chemical burden in their parents. The parents were shocked, couldn't believe it, couldn't figure out why, why do our babies have four or five hundred percent more chemicals than we have in our bodies? You know the answer? Look at what they're eating. Look at what they're sleeping in. There's flame retardants on the baby's mattresses. Look at what they're taking as medicine. There's harmful chemicals in children's medicine. In fact, if you look at children's medicine, you're going to find a nightmare of chemical toxicity with artificial colors, artificial sweeteners, all kinds of chemicals, and most of them don't even work. The whole thing of, about cough syrup for infants and children, a giant medical hoax. It's been perpetrated for decades by the pharmaceutical companies. Complete nonsense, complete medical quackery. None of these work to reduce coughs. And none of them, not one, has ever been tested on infants or children. Not even once. The FDA didn't mind it. Go ahead, keep selling that stuff. The FDA has no interest in protecting consumers. But that's why these infants had this huge chemical burden because of their food and their medicine and their environment. Far more of a chemical burden than their parents. Now you extrapolate this for one more generation, you're going to see a rate of DNA mutation in our children that's just going to blow your mind. And remember those two groups, group A, the vegans and the raw food people, and group B, all the processed food people on pharmaceuticals and living unhealth, unhealthful lifestyles? Group B, I'm predicting right now, group B is going to win the collective Darwin Award because they're going to take themselves right out of the gene pool. One or two more generations, they're gone. History, no more babies. 
because the mutations are too severe. The DNA damage is permanent, and it is passed from one generation to the next. Something called epigenetics that you need to look into. It's more than just the genes, it's also the expression of those genes, and that's controlled by exposure to toxic chemicals and by nutrition levels in the blood. You look at that, and you, you will agree with me. Group B is going to win the Darwin Award, their history. So if you actually want to have a future for your bloodline, if you want your kids to have a future, you've got to join Group A. You've got to stop eating processed meats and stop feeding your kids processed meats. If you don't, they have no future. Sure, they might stumble along for a few decades. They might manage to reproduce for one more generation, maybe two more generations. But when you follow the evidence and just extend the trends into the near future, it's very clear that there is no future for any family or any civilization or any society that is feeding its kids processed meat products and chemical additives in their food. Very clear. No question about this. So I hope you'll join Group A. I hope you'll turn to a plant-based diet and that you'll completely avoid processed foods. I hope that you care enough about your own body to make intelligent, informed, and skeptical choices about the foods that you put into your own mouth. And I hope that if you have children, you will protect them from the marketing of these dangerous food companies and from the dangerous advice of organizations like the American Diabetes Association and the American Medical Association. Both organizations are organizations that I believe are peddling nutritional nonsense. I mean, the ADA still recommends that diabetics can eat sugar, for example. Huh? Isn't that like recommending that alcoholics drink vodka? <laughs> it's insane. The FDA. You've got to protect your children from the FDA and from the USDA and from the milk industry and from the pharmaceutical industry. If you do that, you can raise a child with a future but only if they're eating real foods, unprocessed, living foods, a plant-based diet, rich in superfoods, rich in microalgae, rich in selected nutritional supplements that bring them the power of healing plants and herbs from around the world, whether it's rainforest herbs or medicinal mushrooms or nutrient-dense superfood extracts, microalgae, whatever it is. That's what you need to feed your kids if you hope for them to have any kind of a future that matters. And I hope you found value in this. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm doing this for you, you know. I'm doing this on a Sunday. I could be out hiking or something, but I'm, I'm doing this because I like this information to get out there, and it matters to me. When I see products like these processed meat packages marketed to children, I get pissed off. And I say, I've got to do something about this. Not enough people are raising the alarm. Not enough people are talking about the truth here. And that the way we're damaging our kids with all of these processed foods. Not enough people are, are, are standing up and just telling the truth. And that's why I do this. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope you'll share this with as many people as possible. And by the way, I do want to remind you that I do have audio programs that are available on truthpublishing.com. They're available on audio CD. So you can check that out in any web browser. You can also go to newstarget.com and you can find more articles and, of course, more audio podcasts that are available on a regular basis. So check that out. We cover a different topic each time. 
try to speak the truth about the issues that really matter. So again, thanks for listening. I'm Mike Adams. I'm the Health Ranger. And this is for NewsTarget.com. So take care and avoid processed meats and sodium nitrite. Take care. <laughs>